Happy Shameless Sunday, everybody. We missed you last weekend, but we're back and we're talking episodes 11 and 12. And we have a special guest in studio, so don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz It's Sunday and we're back for another round of Shameless Talk. What's up, guys? Hey. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good. I missed you guys. <laughs> I missed you, too. Um, we have a very special guest in studio that I want to introduce right away. She knows all things Shameless. She's going to talk with us. You might know her from Christmas at Pemberley Manor on the Hallmark Channel, Unbroken Path to Redemption, which was a feature film that she just did, and a TV show called Versus. And what you'll really know her for is Corey on this <laughs> season, Shameless. It is Maddie McCormick. Hello. Thanks for thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Of course. (laughs) We're so excited to have you. We were just telling you that you're our first guest of the season, so we're very happy to have you. It's an honor. It's an honor. <laughs> We're um, going to talk all things behind the scenes with Maddie, really figure out what it was like making out with Lip. We I know. all yeah. <laughs> We've been dying. We've been waiting. Um, so we'll get to all that fun stuff. But we are going to break down both episodes 11 and 12 because we missed you guys last week. So let's start off with Hobo Games. <gasps> yes. And again, please mm-hmm. chime in whenever. Um, you'll know these characters, you know, a lot better than we will, too. So, Hobo Games, let's talk about the big things that happened so that we can really dive into this week's episode, mm-hmm. at least. Um, we get to see more of the Hobo Games, obviously, thus the title. So, Frank, um, you know, goes through this entire process, and they have to—one uh, of their last challenges is that they have to go to the emergency room and get helped with— one hour or under the hour, and apparently that's like unheard of at this Southside Hospital. Um, and they both figure out that TB, like they can't keep you in the waiting room if you've got TB, so they're smart enough to cut themselves, make it look like they're coughing up blood, and they get helped. And they make it to the finals uh, where they have to jump a train, and that obviously doesn't work out because they both get greedy, they don't want to share the money. Uh, him and what's the other uh, hobo's name? Our fun, um. Oh, I have a friend. Hobo number two. Yeah, that's fine. Our, uh,. Our good Mikey. Uh, Mikey, thank you. Okay, played so. by Louise. Yes, yes so, Louise. So great. Thank you. So they cannot jump the train. Louise is not fast. We know this isn't going well for him unless he has some help. Um, and then Frank, he's totally fine. He could have gotten on that train no problem if it wasn't for Mikey. But um, because they don't want to help each other, neither of them mm-hmm. win. And they find out that the clause in the contract is that whoever has the biggest social media following wins. <laughs> so the sorority chick wins. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. She's not even a hobo. She did eat Frank. the sushi with the cockroach on it. That's though. true. Good point. That's that's really and that was disgusting. <laughs> when we talked about that, we were all like, "Oh, oh God, I'm going to throw up." How uh, about um, Frank also not going for the challenge that uh, old Ingi offered up? Yes. With her, so uh, within uh, this whole period of time, uh, yeah, Ingi. I love how he calls her that. <laughs> um, yeah, Ingrid decides that she's going to test him, like Debbie said, to see mm-hmm. if he's really going to stick around. Yeah, you got to love that Debbie's the one. Like, come up with some yeah. type of test. Um, and she says that she's miscarrying right before he starts this final round. And it was not a shock to any of us that Frank was going to be like, I have to save for the money. And then, and then I'll come over. Um, and, yeah, she leaves. And I was I was a little surprised that she actually went through with it. Were you? Or were you not shocked that she ended up with her 
ex-husband. I don't know. I think I, I was in shock because she seemed really like she was standing yeah. her ground and this yeah. was a decision she was going to make. I had a little hope for Frank. I knew he definitely wouldn't give up the fight because he got so far. And part of me was like, listen, he needs to go do this, lady. Calm down. <laughs> right. Um, but I was actually kind of surprised that at the end, when he didn't win, he didn't go back to her. He literally completely forgot about her because he had yeah. said, yeah. I'm going to do this real quick. I'll be right back. And no, he went to go do that and he was not right back at yeah. all. That is very true. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and we find out that she's going to go back on her meds. She's going to just narrow it down to two kids, which is a lot healthier yeah. for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually liked how this was all wrapped up because I felt like their, their storyline was fun. Like we yeah. saw, I liked them together. But yeah, did I really want to see her have six kids? And Frank, no, he couldn't handle the kids right. that he has now. You know, so I, I, I thought this was actually good timing and good writing on this yeah. one for it's like to move on to the next step. I love how Frank takes the check and he's like, make it together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And how he even pushes from five. Yeah, to like, yeah. oh, ten k. Uh, well, and like, that poor guy is such a pushover like, mm-hmm. with whatever, yeah. bringing croissants and donuts over to the house for her because she's hiding in the basement. I mean, he's just too yeah. nice. He really is. But part yeah. of me, I get what you're saying, JJ. But part of me was kind of excited to see another Gallagher, and I really loved Ingrid as a character. So I'm gonna miss her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna miss Katie Segal because I love her. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You know, she's just such a good. You, do we think she's gonna come back at all? Because technically, those are Carl's children. Let's not forget That's that. That's true. Well, yeah, and that could come back to bite him in the ass at some point. Uh, Who knows? But, yeah, especially because signing over those parental rights is not his parental rights, so... We'll see. Um, Next season. Did you ever get to see Katie Seagal on set? Were you guys no? We totally, we totally missed each other. Okay. Yeah. Next time. Would have loved to. Yeah. Exactly. Would have loved to. But we totally missed each other. That's okay. Yeah. Um, Okay. So let's talk a little bit about Fiona too, because a lot happened with her this episode. Um, She's obviously still spiraling, still drinking heavily, and. she wakes up after somebody's pounding on the door, and we find out that it's DCFS coming to do a safety check of their mm-hmm. house, which is clearly not ready. Um, even though Lip is doing like everything he can to get everything ready for Zan, which is so sweet, sweet heartwarming. and heartwarming. <sighs> yes, I know. And you just you root for him so much um, for Fiona to just wake up and answer every single question that this guy asks. In the incorrect way, yeah. right off the top, and you're just like, ah, no. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she ruins that for him. Do we agree with her statements though? When she and Lip are fighting towards the end about how it's not her fault, she didn't know that they were coming. You know, it's not her situation to worry about. Do we agree with that statement, or do you think, or do you agree with Lip in that she ruined? that interview. I think it was a little bit of both. I think she definitely, no matter what, ruined the interview in the way that she opens the door. She's very like, what do you want? You can tell she's extremely hungover. That's all on her. Those are very, right off the bat, terrible things, and it's really hard to make up for that. Like, she she had lost before he even, like, stepped into the apartment, sure. if I'm being honest, the house. Um, but I do somewhat agree with what she's saying, that she had no warning, and she, some of these questions that are being answered, when she understands what's going on, she smiles, and she tries to put her act together, and she's doing her best. Her drunk best. Her drunk Yeah. <laughs> I agree, but I also, you know, it's also, she doesn't know what's going on because she's also spent the last few days drunk and not there and, right. you know, out of control. So she's out of the family loop, out of what's going on with him and how hard he's trying to make this all work out as well just because she is so self-involved at this point. Right. That's true. It's a great point. And then after, you know, Lip comes in and realizes what's happening and that this isn't going the way that he was hoping and that, you know, things are not going to end up 
how he wants them, which is him, you know, fostering Zan. Mm-hmm. He does completely lose it on Fiona, um, telling her that he expected her not to be drunk in the middle of the day, and mm-hmm. that's why it's her fault, and she's totally irresponsible. Um, but then she continues to drink. Like, she <laughs> then uses that fight to find another reason to drink. Um, she does at some point realize that she should probably talk to him and apologize, but she ends up at the shop with Jose, mm-hmm. who is Lips sponsy, and uh, she whips out a bottle of vodka in front of him, and she, again, is it her fault? She doesn't know he's an alcoholic, and she doesn't offer him the alcohol. He asks for it, so is this, again, her fault or no? I'm, I'm maybe I'm harsh tonight, but I'm gonna go with yes because it's the middle of the day and she's day drinking and she's taking a bottle of vodka. I mean, she she knows that Brad. I mean, I, I would think that she might think that maybe he could have been the same. I mean, Brad's his sponsor. I don't know. It's kind of they're kind of in that circle, so yeah. it's irresponsible of her to just whip out the vodka and start start drinking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with JJ on this one. I think it's just irresponsible on all ends. And I think she just, as Lip actually tells her, you just didn't care to ask. I think she's not involved. She's very removed from the whole family Mm -hmm. and doesn't put two and two together. That's the thing is that she's she's kind of losing in the sense where because she's been acting so poorly, she she is in the wrong. Had it been just, you know, just a one bad day and she's whipping it out and she didn't know. Right. You know, it happens, unfortunately, but that's not the situation. Right. And it's so heartbreaking for this kid, too, that celebrates 100 days of sobriety at the beginning of the episode. And then we find out that it's not only drinking. He then calls his dealer so he can shoot up. You know, it's just like, oh, God, one thing after another. Yeah, I think if Fiona hadn't been so caught up in her downward spiral and, you know, so self-involved, she probably would have been aware that Lip was sponsoring someone and who that person was. I think as a sister, you would probably know something like that if you were paying attention. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Um, Okay, so other things we have going on in the Hobo Games episode. Uh, Kev and V... (laughs) <laughs> These two. <laughs> we do, we love them. I know you love them. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, their dynamic's always just so fun. We find out that Kev's getting a vasectomy <laughs> against his will. He does oh, yeah. not want to get his ball snipped. Um, <laughs> were you guys enjoying all of the ball puns <laughs> throughout this Yeah, Kevin Ball with the ball with puns. The yeah, I mean. yeah, it's so good. Too easy. It's too yeah. easy. It's yeah. too good. Um, yeah, but we find out he fakes it. He, he, gets his, he goes as far as to get his whole... Whole sack numbed, and then he still will not do it. Like he can't feel anything down there, and he just freaks out. But then he takes the Vicodin prescription. Yeah, he's having the best day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is. He's having the yep. best day. He's eating how many popsicles did he show? In his oh mouth my that god. One <laughs> like four or five that was hysterical he watches porn he jerks off yeah. um he does all the things i imagine a guy would want to do <laughs> on his day off with no one around no kids well i was like where were the kids well i, pe- I think they're still cool no no p- pretending to be one person at school <laughs> right or no yeah. well at this point they were with debbie we do know that she oh, asked right, them to right, go right, right. to uh, i wish they were at school still right. i i still want to see that all play <laughs> yeah. out but um yes debbie took them to watch them, mm-hmm. and they're in a pack and play by themselves yeah. with Franny. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh God, that whole—that's a whole other situation yeah. that we can talk about on YouTube if you guys want to talk about it. Um, but yeah, so he he fakes the vasectomy. 
we know because we'll talk about this next episode that uh, V will find out. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yes, that was a very fun thing to to kind of watch. And then your sister. My friend, mm-hmm. your TV sister, she Tammy. Drops, she drops a ball of her own. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Continue the puns. Yeah. She does. We find out that Tammy is pregnant. <gasps> what do we think? I really wanted to hear your opinions on this because we all love Lip and we always have throughout the, the, all of these seasons. So I just wanted to know what you thought about him finally having a kid, a biological kid of his own. I have two thoughts. Okay. One, I love it. Like, I want him to have his own kid. Like, I think he'll be a fantastic father and all that stuff. But I want it to be in the right time and progression. Yeah. The other part of me hates when show like things happen off this just because I also work in soaps, you know. So the first thing that always comes to my mind is it's why not doesn't his. people ever oh. use protection? <laughs> ever. Like nobody's on birth control, nobody used mm-hmm. condoms. It just don't get it. I don't like, think you guys used condoms when you were doing it in no, that. I think alley. it was a little too quick for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean pull out method, anything. Like it's just like yeah. people are like, that's okay. Like or I'm not gonna go get take the JJ, the pill afterwards. I have to be I, honest I, though, I have friends that are way too lenient about birth control. Like they're just, they're like, it's up to God if he wants me to have a kid I, or whatever. Because I feel I'm, like those people want to get pregnant. I'm always like, birth control, wrap it up, do whatever you can, to pull out also. I'm like so paranoid. Yeah. But yeah, you're totally right. There's no, there's no type of protection in the shameless world, like at all. There isn't. I have to say, it's. As much as it's sweet to see him be there for 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 Zan, mm-hmm. um, part of me thought this was also a wake up call that you have so much going on within your own life. Do not take this on. Do not take on a teenage girl. I think it was a good reminder of you, you have your own stuff to deal with. Lip, I've been saying this for a while. Yeah. True, yeah. True. Well, let's just move this right into this next episode because we see Zan and Lip off the top um, anyway. And Zan's being taken away by DCFS to, I'm, I'm guessing, just going to a foster home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, God, the the conversation of those two leaving, he really is acting like a total, you know, father to her. And he's giving her money mm-hmm. and making sure that her phone is charged. Mm-hmm. And I think you can even tell the DCFS officer is... You know, kind of notices that a little bit more than he did the first time he came yeah. in to see the house. Like, there yeah. were little hints in his eyes that you were kind of like, oh, God, this guy really does love her. Still not the best situation for yeah. her to live in. As mm-hmm. much as we know he cares for her, it's just still not a good living situation. Yeah. Even though the foster system, unfortunately, is probably not either. Um, she makes him a bracelet. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's like, you know that if I wear this, I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me. And then he wears it anyway. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I know. Oh, I know. So it was really, it was sad to see. Um, but like you said, there's a lot going on. Um, let's talk about him and, and Tammy. Tammy's kind of ghosted him a little bit mm-hmm. at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. and She's going through a lot, I have to say. She's going through a lot. So, I mean, yes. I want them to, to, to talk and be there for one another, but I kind of understand. Oh, totally. I have no idea how I would react, you know, if I wasn't in, like, a long-term relationship and mm-hmm. found out I was pregnant and didn't know what I was going to do about it. Like, I I have no idea how I would react. And I think Tammy just expects people to let her down so that she just puts that guard up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She just expects everyone close to her to let her down. For sure. And, 
you guys did not grow up in the like most normal of no. households. So <laughs> even seeing that relationship mm-hmm. with mother and daughter, that even probably subconsciously worries her too. Mm-hmm. Is she even going to be a good mom? All that kind of stuff. Well, she doesn't mm-hmm. expect to live to forty. Right. She really doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She really mm-hmm. deeply believes she's not going to make it to forty. Yeah. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, she even says that again in yeah. this episode. Well, what if I die young? Mm-hmm. Um, do we like that uh, Lip is automatically taking you know responsibility and saying that he's going to be there? Is there a world in which this couldn't be his kid? Like, did you guys think about that at all while you watched? She does say She's, that her yeah. and Boone use protection, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. So there's protection. We lied. There, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, we lied. Yeah, because he'd been overseas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. She was worried about disease. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Still not worried about pregnancy. Just disease. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, I mean, I, I had to think it in my head just because it's shameless. Yeah, but. yeah I thought that at the beginning, too. Um, I did like where they got to later in the episode. I will say I didn't like at the beginning how she was telling him that he had no say. say. Mm-hmm. And I, that always bothers me a bit when women do that because it's like, it's two people. He is the father. He does have a say. Like, I know he can't tell her what to do with her body, but I feel like it should be it should have been more of a conversation versus like I'm deciding this back off you know sure. mm-hmm. which they did come to later mm-hmm. on which I, right. I liked better yeah I, I agree with that he definitely cannot be like you have to do this or you mm-hmm. have to do that mm-hmm. no way but for her to just either way if she wanted to keep it or not keep it tell him he can't decide mm-hmm. it is still his kid yeah his sperm helped you make mm-hmm. that child mm-hmm. yeah so I, I, like you said I like where they got at the end of the episode and uh, I guess we'll see what comes next? I have a feeling that will be a good prediction where they their relationship goes. So be thinking of of that before our prediction. How would you like to see this for your sister? Ooh, that's a really good question. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, you know, I think it'd be really. Uh, I think that when you see her at the nursing home, you see the softer mm-hmm. side of Tammy, and you see the side that other people don't necessarily get to see. But I'm sure she lets her guard down to her family and whatnot. So I think it'd be really. I think her and Lip would be really good parents together. I would love to see them keep the baby. Okay. I think that would be a really fun storyline, and I think that they're both. I think at least Lip is very ready for that type of responsibility. And I think he brings out a softer side of Tammy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and your sister threatened him. You kind oh, of, yeah. yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. yeah. It's fun because um, I think it's one of those, our, our family dynamic is one of those situations where it's like, I can mess with my sister, but if someone else messes with my sister, you're going to, like, yeah, that, that is yeah. not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I can I can mess with her all day long, but if someone else <laughs> threatens her or threatens our family, it's like we're there in a heartbeat. You know, it's one of those where, um, like, blood is thicker than water, and you're like, we put aside our differences, and we will be there for her. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. What was it like playing that type of character? Because you're incredibly sweet, you Thank know, you. in person, <laughs> and, and you're not, you know, mm-hmm. crazy like yeah. your character, maybe, or super, you know, I don't know if you're super spontaneous like your character. Not not that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having sex in back alleys. Okay. <laughs> uh, I know, right? Darn. I know. Um, but it's really fun. Yeah. It's a really, I mean, Shameless is just such a fun world to enter into already, and to... Um, 
um, have this character that you know comes in literally with a bang. Like it's like <laughs> it's, it's she's so fun. Yeah. I mean, from the first thing, I mean, I think her first three lines, she says, you know, do you want to have sex with me? And then takes her shirt off. So right. Yeah. It's so fun. Oh like, my gosh! Yes, we have yeah. to. Let's get to that in a little bit because mm-hmm. I have to ask you about on-screen nudity and just how that entire <laughs> yeah, experience absolutely. was. So I will not forget that. I'm writing it down. Nudity. <laughs> and then underlining my it. Boobs. And I, yeah. yeah, I figured you were writing Underline. boobies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mm-hmm. Past seasons, we used to have another panel member, Phil. Uh, shout out, Phil. We miss Hi, you. Phil. Um, and I, he was the only guy on the panel, and I would always ask him about his penis. And I have to be honest, I miss it. It was a, it was a fun conversation always with Phil. We get to talk the sex and all talk, kinds of stuff with him yeah, today. Yeah, so we'll talk boobs today, so that's exciting. Um, okay, cool. So, yes, we'll talk about their relationship a little bit more, maybe in predictions. Um, and if there's a possible world of anti-Cory in the future, I don't know. She'd maybe. be fun. She would. Oh, she'd be a fun, fun aunt. Cory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay, so let's move on to Frank and Fiona because for me, this is like the this is the episode for me today is the fact that we see these two have a relationship yep. at all. I mean, the relationship is usually fuck you, Frank. Yeah. You know, oh whatever. I raised you, and she's like, no, you didn't. And today. They get along. I know. Like father, yeah. like daughter. This is oh, a crazy yeah. dynamic. It was kind of scary, right? It was, it was very like, scary. Yeah. Scary how much she was thinking like him, how good at the stuff that he wanted her to do, like how good she was mm. at it. So these two are both drinking at the alibi. She, of course, is drunk in the middle of the day. He's coming off of his, you know crazy, losing his kids and all that kind of stuff. And uh, there's a big blackout in Chicago. So what else to do besides go to your guy that apparently you go to every time there's a blackout because you know he keeps a ton of shit in his basement. Like, I just... Of course Frank had a blackout guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Frank has a guy for every situation. I mean, that was really funny to me that they have this deal. He comes in, he grabs all the supplies, he's going to sell it, and then this guy's going to get a percentage. Like, that's hilarious. Um, And he starts to teach Fiona about how to make money and how to, you know, do these crazy things to just stay afloat. And they open, I wrote it down, they open the uh, the Gallagher supply store, <laughs> the Gallagher blackout supply, <laughs> and they create this entire booth and make a shit ton of money on people that need batteries and phone mm-hmm. chargers. They're charging a dollar a minute to charge their phones. Like, what did you guys think about this entire storyline? It's just so crazy how, you know, any of these people are. I mean, I wish that they just put that to bigger, better use. Right. Because they're so quick. Think of all the cash, even in all the seasons, how quickly when, the, when they're in a bin, they're able to put cash together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's... If they put all this cash in a savings account, they'd They'd have a lot of cash. All yeah, Gallagher's absolutely. are such great interpre- entrepreneurs. Yeah. And I wish they fully went with that instead of being <laughs> scammers and yeah. stuff. Well, because even Fiona at the beginning um, was kind of like not about it. And then immediately was like, well, you're not going to sell stuff like I would sell stuff. I'm, I'm a woman and I can sell this way better than you. You're Frank. And jumps right in and has the ideas of making an actual booth mm-hmm. and doing yeah. all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, she's she's really good at it. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when they've made all this money and they're back at the alibi drinking again and counting out their 50-50 because they were going to just split it down the middle and then give that other guy his, you know, his take, she even gets him for more money at the end. Mm-hmm. 
taking him for 60-40 because she had the idea of the market and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's like, that is a frank right. move. I think totally it was almost like a little move, proud yeah. of her. He was like, God, I've taught you well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. <laughs> she frank, frank. She outfranked him. Yeah. Frank. Mm-hmm. She totally did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I I liked the storyline only because it was kind of fun to see those two together because we haven't yeah. mm-hmm. in so long. Um, but then also I was just like, oh, no. No, Fiona, yeah. don't do it. Like, please don't turn into him. That's not you. So I, I, I liked know. it, though, for just because of that, because you knew it's like she's at her ultimate low. Mm-hmm. If she's really is just frank and you see, you know, like when they woke up laying down like, on the ground oh, together yeah. and she's sick and it's just like, yeah, you, yes. you talking about lip wanted her to hit mm-hmm. rock bottom and she hit it. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Well, there's actually a lot more with her, too. And we'll talk about that and her and lip a little bit later. Um, but let's. Stay at the alibi and talk about Kevin V. So V is like freaking out that there is a blackout and we don't really know why right mm-hmm. at the beginning because I'm sure they've dealt with it before. It, obviously, it seemed like, you know, whatever. It's just another citywide blackout. And then we find out that she bought a random <laughs> like freezer's worth of meat and steaks for like yeah. 500 bucks from this guy whose car broke down and must have just needed to get rid of it so he could get his car moving again. I don't know. And... uh and she's freaking out because they're going to all thaw and she's going to lose all that money. And that is a ton of money mm-hmm. for them. And Kev is dealing with all of this as he's icing his balls <laughs> in pain. He's actually in pain this episode. Yeah, because yeah, he finally actually had his vasectomy. Um, and they have to figure out a way to get rid of these steaks or do something with them so they don't lose the money. And they decide they're going to have a cookout <laughs> and just do the old surf and turf super cheap. Um, v was so cute. She wanted to call it Funk and Soul. <laughs> S-O-L-E. Um, yeah, surf and turf. So it was fun. To, it's I always think it's fun to see all of the bar patrons and the South Side kind mm-hmm. of come together because they're always just a funny group of people mm-hmm. and they're so down to earth, you know, so it's they're fun. They're like a little family. Uh-huh. They yeah. are. They really are. South Side sticks together, man. Always. Um, but during that whole time, um, Fiona goes a bit crazy because they find out that the South Side is the last bit of Chicago to not get their power back. The Cubs mm-hmm. are already going to play their game. All of the you know more wealthy mm-hmm. parts of town are fine. So they're going to march to the North Side of Chicago mm-hmm. and do something about it. <laughs> where did you think this was going before you saw where it went? <laughs> JJ, what do you think? Well, I mean, I just by, by this point I was like, oh, Fiona again. Like you know, she's in such this mode of just wanting to like you know go punch people or riot mm-hmm. or like I was like, oh, like. Yeah, so I just I just thought it was going to probably turn into bad news, and it was just going to be another thing that we keep seeing that she takes one step too far. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I didn't. I knew this one really end too well, but part of me was kind of like, yeah, okay, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. Well, ha- like well, a little more than halfway there, they get their power back, and every person besides Fiona was like, oh heck yeah, let's go get that ribeye again. Like let's yeah. go back and eat. Mm-hmm. And she's like, are you guys kidding me? And loses it and I mean loses it on everybody that you guys are a bunch of pussies and Mm -hmm. we do this all the time and you're unhappy with all of this stuff but we never do anything about it Mm -hmm. and um she gets really really mad and in this episode we see Frank tell her that she's a very bad drunk Mm -hmm. yeah and if Frank's telling you you're a bad drunk it is a bad sign right and Mm -hmm. that was my first reaction was like okay don't you can't tell her this. But then, at the same time, 
you're kind of right because we don't see Frank get aggressive mm. unless he really like has to or has to survive or something. Yeah. But he's not mean, whereas she, like you said, just wants to ruin everyone's lives, mm-hmm. punch whatever's in the vicinity, mm-hmm. steal things from Patsy's, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, do you think that she like really took that to heart? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think that's that's not good news. Again, when Frank's telling you those <laughs> things, that's not good news. No, I mean, Frank had a couple of these very clear moments today. Mm-hmm. Um, he has another one with lip towards the end, which I like. I absolutely loved this, not to jump ahead, but when lip and um, Fiona again are, are fighting because she finds all of her clothes mm-hmm. outside because he's trying to kick her out. Mm-hmm. He's pissed again and yelling at her to get out of the house. And Frank tells Lip that he, you know, like, should be thanking her because she helped raise them. And it's not easy to raise six kids and that he could not have done it Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for her. And he said that. And I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. I think this is the first time we've ever seen him admit this. Right. right, like being mm-hmm. so honest about it, which I thought was just so shocking because it's like we've waited all these seasons, we're season nine, to hear you say these things, and these are the circumstances. It's just, it's very strange. Yeah, it was crazy. Like backing up his own kid was like the yeah. first time mm-hmm. I ever saw him do that, really. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, we also have a really deep conversation between Lip and V. We had a lot of like cross storylines uh, in this mm-hmm. episode, which yeah. I liked. It's nice to see them all um, interacting. But V was going to let Fiona stay with them to get back on her feet um, like a good friend would. I mean, immediately it was like no questions asked, which is another thing I just love about her. Mm -hmm. Um, But Lip told her that she just can't do that because she has to let Fiona fail if she's ever going to get better. Do we agree with that? I think he's totally right. Yeah, Yeah. totally right. Mm Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have – if she could have just gone to V's that night and had a warm bed, she would have just woken up and done the same thing the next yep. day. Yep. Instead, she was forced to look at herself and see where she was at. And then it led – I mean, not to get ahead, but it no, led go, to her mm-hmm. going to the meeting, you yeah, know? For sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, gosh, we find her totally hungover, mm-hmm. sick, in her old apartment yeah. that she owns, that she used to own. And she sees her name, her oh. mail still getting addressed yeah. there. Yes, and it's not even just like – whatever male it's like female entrepreneur mm-hmm. magazine mm-hmm. which she clearly subscribed to when she was like so hopeful mm-hmm. and gung-ho about mm-hmm. making money and all this kind of stuff and it it definitely was like a just a total yep. knockdown yep. for her yeah but she does she ends up at an aa meeting like lip asked her to be at um and he sees her they don't interact in this mm-hmm. episode just yet um but where do we think this is going well, before I comment on that, I just want to say I think Flip this season for me mm-hmm. is, like, the best thing. Like, I love Yay. his scenes. I love – he just brings so much in everyone. Like, I love the moment – I liked the, the, in the episode before when they have the – when he does kick her out and he's in front of – turns the TV off and is in front of her, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. saying those things. Like, I just feel like he just brings it in every single scene that he has and it just, like – and even, he like, does. The, like, yeah, it's just real and it's honest and it's raw and it's just, like, for me, been really fun to watch this Good. season. Yeah. What was it like working with Jeremy Allen White? Because we've always loved his character, and we say this all the time. Some of his monologues have been the monologues that have made us cry, Mm -hmm. you know, made us super emotional. So what's that like? He could not be more wonderful. I mean, he is just 
as what lovely on screen as off. Like he could not have been more welcoming. Um, at the time that we were filming, uh, he and his girlfriend were expecting their first kid. Yeah. And so he was just talking to me all about how baby proofing was going. You know, like that was like his life off camera. He's like, yeah, I'm going home to baby proof the apartment tonight. You know? oh my or I gosh. guess their house tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he just couldn't have been more down to earth, more welcoming, more of like a gentleman too with, um, you know, scenes like that. You don't know how people are going to, with like scenes of um, simulated yeah. sex, you don't know how people are going to um, how welcoming they're going to be, and he could not sure. have been nicer and more like whatever you're comfortable with. Let you know, like that's please. great. So it could not have been a better experience, and he's just he's wonderful. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, and those scenes too. I mean, for us as the audience, obviously they're heated and sexy, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh my god, you know. But for you guys behind the scenes, it's very choreographed. Very, it is very choreographed. Yes. yes, it's like uh, there were six shirts that were all like you know set to rip open perfectly, uh-huh. and like it's <laughs> like you're gonna push me up at this point and then we're you know it's so choreographed sure. the whole thing is it hard to emotionally get into your character because of that type of stuff um or how did you work on you know getting into that type of like spe- specifically, specifically with, with that, those scenes with yeah. those scenes i mean it doesn't hurt that he's very attractive <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't hurt sure. um but i think your adrenaline's going in those type of scenes too yeah. and i think that just feeds into it and it just like you're you're just in that mindset of oh my god it's a quick hookup in an alley so i think it allows you when it is that quick and mm-hmm. that you know passionate to get out of your head a little bit sure you know and then once you have the choreography down it's kind of like play around within that you right. know so um well and with the other episode you were in we like we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. boobs boobs <laughs> you did you, you so you mm-hmm. had you know you had yep. to take your top off was mm-hmm. this the first time you ever did that that was my first time doing that <gasps> what was that experience like? um actually uh so it was it couldn't have been a better set to have these this first experience of simulated sex and nudity on. Like, it could not have been a more um, safe set to do that on. Good. And literally after the table read, I got this tap on my shoulder, and it's Emmy Rossum. And I'm like, oh, my God. And she's like, meet me outside in 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, she's going to fire me. You know, like, she's going to – because this was right after the table read. And I sure. my first time on this set, and I was like, oh, my God, she's going to have – she's an executive producer. So I was like, she's going to have notes for me. And so I'm waiting for her, and she comes up to me, and she's like, you're not in trouble. And I was like, oh, my God, Goodness, I think she could just see like my face. Like, what did I do? Right. And she's like, I just wanted you to like welcome you to the set. I didn't know if you'd ever done nudity or simulated sex, and I just wanted to talk to you, kind of like girl to girl, and let you know like you can come to me, you can come to anyone on the set. You don't have to do anything you're not comfortable with. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever that this like top of show. It's her show is like taking the time to welcome me and to make sure that I feel comfortable. How and awesome. I know. It was just like girls looking out for girls and it yeah. was just like such a cool moment where I was like, you are so cool. That is amazing. Yeah. And gosh, what a good person to learn from too because totally. if anyone's done a lot of nudity and all that kind of stuff yeah. in these seasons, mm-hmm. it's her. So how cool is that? Yeah, it was It was such a, it was like the best way to be welcomed to that set, you good. know, and like really feel like you're part of that, like a family. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Were there any other fun, like, behind-the-scenes moments or stories that you can share with uh, us? Well, I thought it was uh, hilarious, but William H. Macy would walk around playing his ukulele, like, in, oh, between, <laughs> in between scenes. And I was like, this is great. You know, just, like, walking around strumming a ukulele. You yeah, know? We've, we've heard so many yeah. good things about I was him. like, that's just so awesome. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I'm normal, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Um are we expected to see your character at all anymore? You know, um, I think it's uh, confirmed that, I mean, they're coming back for season 10, which yes. is so 
wonderful. And I think it's confirmed that Kate is coming back. And so that storyline will continue. Mm-hmm. And Kate is who plays Tammy, her yes. older sister. So hopefully. Yes. So fingers crossed for yeah. more Corey mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, they are sisters. And if there's a baby on the way, you know, you got family around. Yeah. You, you need know. an aunt. You, got, you, yeah. need, you, you need, need a baby. Corey. You need Showers, a crazy aunt. You need, call you need stuff, a crazy yeah. aunt Corey. You <laughs> just yeah. you just do. For sure. <laughs> okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, let's... I want to just get through the other stuff quick, and then we can talk about, you know, where we can find you in the future and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about Carl, so I just want to jump into Carl's storyline super quickly. Um, oh, God. Carl. <laughs> Carl's poor girlfriend. I, not a poor girlfriend. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I felt bad for her this episode because... They were just being so awkward around her, the poor thing. Like, she just wants to go to softball, and, like, she's hanging out watching movies. But Debbie is totally flirting with her. Like, even mm-hmm. though she says she's not, she, she is. is. Yes. She's out of line. Totally. She is out of totally. line. Yes. Yeah. If you had a boyfriend or a girlfriend and your sibling was, like, trying to hang out with them and texting them all of a sudden... Yeah. Well, I mean, well, how would you react? I'd be like, what the hell are yeah. you doing? It's so weird. And also on Debbie's part, like, I'm sorry, that's strange. Like, they've obviously had sex. Why would you even want to go there? Yeah. That's so gross. Good point. Yeah. I didn't even think yeah. about it that way. So gross. Yeah. Well, they go to her softball scrimmage. And like I said, it was a scrimmage, guys. It wasn't it didn't yeah. even count for anything. And they are yelling things at her like... You know, good job. Yeah, way to go, Kel. Way to get in front of it. But then they get so crazy that he's just like calling her a bitch out loud <laughs> in front of all the other people. And the the other softball players are getting a little awkward. And yeah. they're like, "What the hell is going on?" Um, they break up at the end. She's like, "You're too needy, Carl. Like, you're just too needy. And when you're not, like, give me a call." Do you think that that was the real reason she broke up with Carl? Oh, interesting. What do you guys think? I'm gonna say no because I feel like I feel I feel like she's not being honest because with herself. Because you saw the scenes for next week, and you saw the next week, right? Yeah, well, the scenes for next week, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I I could hear her saying like you both are crazy at this point, you know, mm-hmm. and then wanting to take a step away. I don't. Really, I don't think Carl was that needy and clingy. Like, I thought all of no. his things were legitimate. Yeah, like, I mean, God, he's been going to work, and she's just been hanging out with Debbie. If yeah. anything, mm-hmm. Debbie has been super clingy. Yeah. By his work, by the way. <laughs> his boss is so yeah. funny. She is so funny. I was funny. just going to say, she plays a great part. Yeah. Yeah. She really she does. does. Yeah. She's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, she tells him today, and I wrote it down so I didn't get it wrong, <laughs> that, uh, well, she's talking to him about going to Kelly in the blackout. It's a great time to have mm-hmm. sex. And she says, is she religious? And he says, well, yeah, kind of, sort of. And she goes, stick a finger <laughs> <laughs> she's like, but make sure you lick it first. Like, yeah. And he's Carl's mm-hmm. like the cutest though, because he's like, oh, Carl's yeah. like taking notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally taking notes. Like, I have one. Like, where is HR in this little? They don't have an they HR, know HR place. HR. No, there's the other line guys. You know, they smoke weed yeah. and sell mm-hmm. weed, and mm-hmm. no, it's just. It's a no. It's not an HR type of place. How about her dropping the bomb of going through the porns? And oh, and she's like, like I'm, in it, I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's why, and I'm like, oh. It's amazing. Yeah, she's really funny. Um, I just had to throw that in there because I thought that was hysterical. Is there anything that we really want to talk about storyline wise before we get into predictions? That's it. Yeah. I think that's nope. it. Okay. Um, let's get into some predictions about next episode. And now. This is when the aliens land. (laughs) JJ, do you have anything? 
And I would love for you to make some predictions okay. as well, Maddie, yeah, because you don't know anything I don't that know. happens, yep. right? No, I don't know. Okay, cool. So you can predict with us. Mm-hmm. Let's just start with uh, Debbie and Kelly because we see a little bit yeah, in scenes for next we week. Yeah, see them smooching. They're making out. Yeah, I think they're going to do a little. Ex- I think they're going to do a little experimenting. Yeah, yeah. We saw Debbie, you know, in past episodes being the newly outed girl with you know girlfriends who didn't want to deal with that, and now mm-hmm. it's. Kind of flipped. Mm-hmm. It could be the same thing mm-hmm. with her and Kelly. It could be. I don't like the storyline. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not about it. Because again, a poor Carl. He seems so happy. He just finally wanted to get got, to West Point. Yeah, and he had found a good girl. Like I don't, I don't like it. Um, I predict. I, I, or at least what I'd love to see is just more uh, Fiona redemption stories and her bonding with Lip. I think that they've in the past really been there for one another, and I'm really excited to see more of that. Yeah, me too. Because like you said, we have two episodes left. So where yeah. are we leaving Fiona? Mm-hmm. I mean, I still really don't know. I know. I don't either. So I was tough. trying to think about that today. Yeah, because like two left. Is she really gonna? Do you guys think this is it? She's gonna be like on the way up now, or is she gonna fall back down? I think she's on the way up. I, I don't think so. it's going to come without struggles, but yeah. I think she's on the way up. Because like she said, it, we see in previews for next week that she doesn't know if she's an alcoholic or not. She goes to AA meetings, yeah. so we see her at least trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Any specific predictions, Maddie? I mean, I think Tammy and Lip are going to keep the baby. Yay! <laughs> I like that prediction. Yeah. And what do you think yeah. they're going to name it? Hambone? I <laughs> Wilmoth wasn't when there's some other ones. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going to be some, maybe like Apple or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. They pulled the Gwyneth. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, my yes, God. This you. was so fun. Well, we love having you. Anytime you want to come on. Thank you. Please feel free. And we really hope that we see you next season. <laughs> Me too. That would be awesome. Fingers crossed. Fingers Is there anything coming up in the future that you're working on that people can see you? Um, well, you can, all the wonderful things you've listed. Um, yes. I have a movie camera store on netflix that you can watch as well amazing it's a dark uh 90s drama with um john laroquette so you can watch yeah. that um i think unbroken's on amazon currently yes and um, it was very good so oh, go see thank it. you yeah. and then versus which is like my fun lacrosse show um with awesomeness tv the first episode is definitely on youtube okay so you can watch that um i play some mean lacrosse <laughs> <laughs> love it that's awesome yeah well good that's amazing a lot going on um and where can everybody find you on social media so that they can keep up with you. Um, my handle is at Madry McCormick, uh, M-A-D-R-Y. That's my uh, nickname growing up was Madry. Madry. My mm. brother's name is Ryan, and my mom coined Madry, and oh, it cute. just it uh, stuck. So, uh, so Madry McCormick on Twitter and Instagram. And, um, yeah, I love messages. So, um yeah, amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll um, we'll show you where the YouTube feed is also because people will comment with us all week. Oh, perfect. Definitely tweet her. Also, where can they find you guys mm-hmm. so yeah. they can continue the conversation? Yeah, you can keep the conversation going on Instagram at Bonjour Juliet. You can find me on Instagram at JJ.Jorgens. You guys can find me everywhere at Haley Clover. Don't forget to subscribe below so you can watch all of the AfterBuzz TV shows. And again, comment with us all week so we can start wrapping up here towards the end. Figure out what happens. All right. We'll yep. see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 